Hi, and welcome to another great episode of Grind Forever. Uh, I am one of your hosts, T.L. Foster, and today I am going to be talking about a game that I waffle between love and not love, like in a weird thing, uh, but I, I think ultimately I really like it. Um, uh, that's Kingdom Hearts 2, and today... Uh, I am joined uh, by Cam Hawkins. And Cam, can you tell people where you're from? Yeah, um, I'm from... Uh, so I was a writer at DualShockers for a while. Um, mm. And then uh, there was... You know, we uh, it was acquired and we and a lot of people left uh, due to the... Uh, we weren't big fans of how the site was being managed um, with, the, with the new owners. Um, but uh, I'm also currently a co-host on... Uh, podcast beyond which is ign's xbox podcast and the number one xbox podcast in the world and i also stream on twitch yeah uh this is very uh so uh dylan came to me he was like hey cam really wants to talk about you know kingdom hearts and i love i don't know i always say i love kingdom hearts but that's like that's kind of a misnomer because i i've i've definitely I've razzed on it, but I think you you make fun of the stuff you love, right? So, what is your what is your history with Kingdom Hearts? What is what is your background with the series, and and how do you get to the point where you you know really enjoy these games? Uh, well, Kingdom Hearts is my favorite video game franchise. Period. Uh, mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts Two is my favorite game of all time. Um, uh, I you know I I grew up with Kingdom Hearts. Um, I think Kingdom Hearts shaped me into the person that I am today, and I think that's uh, a big reason why uh it is my favorite franchise and kingdom hearts 2 is my favorite game because like my second favorite game of all time is pokemon crystal and the reason why that's Mm -hmm. my second favorite game of all time is because it made me it turned me into a gamer but i think that kingdom hearts literally shaped me as a person um and that's why um i think that's why i love that series so much among other things like i i legitimately love the story i love the characters i love the gameplay so Mm. yeah no um and i and i think i i remember when kingdom hearts 2 first came out and i, I think i'm a little bit older than you because kingdom hearts 2 came out 2004 uh, 2005 yeah it came out 2005 i was in college when it came out right? oh yeah then you were you're much older than me <laughs> not trying to be rude about it you're much older than me no, it's it's look. That's just like that's the thing. But so I think I was in the, but I was in the really weird, well not weird spot. But I think I was in a good spot of like being able to recognize and understand the like the importance of Kingdom Hearts, um, without being too much older, right? Because there's like a generation that's like a little bit older than I am. That might be three or four years older than I am that sees Kingdom Hearts as like, oh, this is a ridiculous game. Why would you get into it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I was there on the ground floor. Like I remember, I remember playing through Chain of Memories, um, like really, really hardcore before I played two, uh, and then when two came out, like it really just blowing my mind. Um, and I think, like I said, I think a lot of the things that, that, that gives the game like negative press is all retroactively when people are like, oh, this is what Nomura in, in Noijima's like tried to do. And then you can get mad. But like, I think for a game, like I said, 2004, I, it's something that that was able to change the landscape and do a lot of really cool stuff that I think even like expand upon what they did in Kingdom Hearts 1, right? Oh yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I think uh, I, I think that there. I, I just think that like each entry, like even not like even the main entries. I would say like each entry leading up to at least like Birth by Sleep. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, 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 well, I can't say each entry because three fifty eight is between there. But like I think that like there are a, like uh, a number of games in the series that do like. I don't want to say like break ground in any like per se, but like I do think it does something like really cool and fresh with like the kind of platform that that it's on like you, you know in, in kingdom hearts one two and three like we know that we're expecting something completely brand new in its gameplay uh mechanic wise you know so, like in in two we got the the forms and then like in three we got the keyblade transformations and things like that but like even with uh birth by sleep like they really made birth by sleep feel like the kingdom hearts three but like on a or like kingdom hearts zero it te- technically right. if you want to think of it that way because it's a prequel 
but it was you know it came out on the PSP, but it felt like a proper like entry to that to that series like main like mainline. You know what I mean? Because uh, right. I know that a lot of people are like, oh, I play one, two, and three. And I'm like, Birth by Sleep, I think, personally, is, like, a game that should be considered as, a like, a straight mainline title. Like, I think all of them you need to play. But, like, if you're talking about mainline, I think Birth by Sleep is 100% in that conversation, along with 1, 2, and 3. Yeah, I think, like, the only ones that I've ever given, like, I'm like, well, there's no point of... Not, like, no point of playing it, but, like, so, like, Recoded, where yeah, it was, no, like, Reco- it's kind of, like, yeah, it's kind of, it's like, kind of, like, you're remixing the story. Yeah. Like, there, like, there's a lot of lore stuff that goes into Recoded, right? So, like, that's yeah. where that's important. But, like, if you were to ask me to play, I would definitely say play something like Birth by Sleep. Like, a game that I think is, like, I think it's a game that was maligned. Uh, but I think being able to play it in, like, the, the 2.5 uh, and the 2.5, um, like, different mixes where they, you know, they came out with those collections. I think it, I think it got people who didn't play it on PSP. Like, I wasn't a PSP. I didn't play it on PSP, right? Mm-hmm. So it was something that I just completely missed. Even yeah. though, like, this game had, Kingdom Hearts 2 had, like, the coolest way to debut those characters ever like i remember being <laughs> over a friend's house and like hey are you because like this was like when youtube was like like wasn't even where youtube was just the wild west right like even more than now and like being like hey did you see the scene where like there's this key like all these different keyblades like this keyblade war and i was like wait what and like you see the scene of aqua terra uh aqua ventus and terra and like you're looking at it and you're just like Wait, what game is this? Like, this yep. doesn't even seem like I, the I, game that I was playing. I literally tweeted about this like last it, week. I was like, "You remember when this came out?" And literally, there was nothing cooler in gaming. Like, just the like back in the days of of when Kingdom Hearts two dropped, and like just everyone was theorizing what the fuck we can we swear on this podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, I was like, the what main the? show is called podcast and bullshit. You're good. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're like we're like, what the fuck is this game? Like, w- like what is happening? Why does this guy look like Roxas? Like all this great stuff, and they just like they just gave us the end of Birth by Sleep. Like they literally just like put the end of Birth by Sleep. I mean, granted, like Kingdom Hearts one, like they gave us the end of three fifty eight, but like right. even at then, like Nomura was just like. I had no fucking idea what that was. That was literally like some sort of thing I made up just to hype people because I didn't know if Kingdom Hearts was going to get a sequel or anything like that. And then once it became real, he's like, okay, we got to find a way to make this actually story like story viable. But like still, right. it's just like, it's so crazy how, um, how they do that. And so, uh, but yeah, at that time, like there was nothing cooler. There was nothing cooler. And I still think to this day, like one of the coolest just trailers like cinematic like whatever you want to call it in video games it's just amazing so and that's one of the things i really like appreciate about kingdom hearts 2 is it's it like it would be a fallacy to call it a game of of high moments but there are so many really cool just scenes in kingdom hearts 2 yeah like especially when you come off kingdom hearts 1 and one of the big battles is you know fighting cloud yeah. And like in Kingdom Hearts one, like it does, it does its best to try to integrate, you know, Final Fantasy and and King and uh, Disney stuff, and like you have Squall as Leon, you you know you you have Luffy, like you're interact you're interacting with these characters, but then you fight Cloud, and it's like this is like this hidden boss, and but then like when you go to Kingdom Hearts two, and a scene I don't think people talk about enough, especially like even with the the um the like the Sephiroth uh. uh um, Boss fight. Smash Brothers thing, right? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, they don't talk about, like, that scene. Like, I remember being, like, super high. I think I was, like, up at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, like, playing through the game. And, like, I got to that part where you're, you know, you're in Traverse Town and you run into uh, fucking Sephiroth. And, like, Cloud is, like, getting ready to fight him. I'm just, like, me as a Final Fantasy VII fan, I'm just, like, yo, wait, what? Like, what is this? Like, it's... There's just so many really cool moments in that game, and I don't think like, yeah, and Hollow Bastion, people yeah, give that credit, yeah, now, sorry, Hollow Bastion, not yeah, okay. Uh, well, technically, it was Radiant Garden at that point, but it was back right. at Radiant Garden. <laughs> right. But but yeah, no, one hundred percent. There's that game, like that game has everything for me. Like as you know, JRPGs are my favorite. Like like honestly, I love turn-based combat 
more than any combat, like, just in general, right. like, as a, you know, uh, vague uh, type of gameplay, but, man, like, Kingdom Hearts, the thing that I think that's so great about Kingdom Hearts is that, like, I feel like that game, and people might, like, argue that, like, oh, Bayonetta does this better, or, oh, Devil May Cry does this better, but, like, I feel like Kingdom Hearts makes you feel like you're actually... You see those cutscenes where you see really cool action happening, and it's just like, right. wow, I wish I could do that in the game. And I feel like Kingdom Hearts gameplay is that. It's like, oh, you know that really cool gameplay that you see in 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 cutscenes and stuff like that. <coughs> that is just Kingdom Hearts gameplay. Like at least in Kingdom right. Hearts two, Kingdom Hearts two specifically. Like Kingdom Hearts one has not aged well. Um, <laughs> I'm having a friend play through the series. Like he 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 like I convinced him to play through the series, mm. and he just. He like he was like uh, getting through the first game. And he was telling me he's like, "Yo, this this is not this is rough. Like this is r-. I'm like I'm telling you, I know it's rough. Like anyone who's a Kingdom Hearts fan will tell you at this point in time that Kingdom Hearts One is not aged well. And if they right. ha- they have if they don't say that, they are wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> so uh, but I was just like, just get through it. Kingdom Hearts Two, like like I, I recently replayed through Kingdom Hearts Two. Well, partially. I gotta get back to it, but like it still, it, it has aged like fine wine. It, it's just, right. it's so good. Like I have no complaints about that game. Uh, like, well, from a gameplay perspective. Yeah, I I think the only like, I agree with you completely. I think Kingdom Hearts one, like that's that's one thing. Like I wish in the in the collection, like how they made um, three sixty five over uh, 360, 368 over two days. Like how they made that yeah. like a like a movie, I would have rather that for Kingdom Hearts 1. Uh, just because it, it's like, a lot of that gameplay just doesn't seem like out of place. And like, it's a weird, there's like a weird, like, um, like pushing of the Disney characters. Like, Beast has a big role in the Kingdom Hearts storyline in Kingdom Hearts 1, which is like weird. Like, so I, I would have been fine without that. Um, but like, I, I, I agree with you. I think like when I when I think of like Kingdom Hearts, if someone asked me like, "Hey, what's the definitive Kingdom Hearts experience?" I'd be like, "It's two. It's one hundred percent two. It's uh, uh, two. There sorry, are those there are those people that like that uh, that do think. Well, here's the thing. Like, I know people that think that one is the best still. Like to this day, mm-hmm. like like just because it's like it's a good one off story that doesn't really need to be continued. Like like that's that's fair to a certain degree. Like uh. Um, but then the, and there, I know people that, uh, that stand birth by sleep. And in my opinion, birth by sleep is like, like Kingdom Hearts two is like, you know, like top, top of the top, but then birth by sleep for me is like, it's right there. Like it's really, really good. Um, but like, I still think Kingdom Hearts two is better, especially cause like Kingdom Hearts two, you don't, you don't play as Sora. Like you, you know, you're playing as other characters as a prequel. So you don't get like the actual main protagonist of the series like things like that so i wouldn't i wouldn't say that birth by sleep should be considered like the definitive experience either so yeah like kingdom hearts 2 is like it's it just has everything it's great yeah i i will say one of the things that and like going back to kingdom hearts 2 as well that is a bit frustrating is the opening right um i don't think it's as long as people make it out to be however like you do want to get back to Sora, right? And I, I came when I when I originally came to this first game, and you could definitely push back on me on this, but yeah, no, when no, I came no. to that when I came back to the first game, like when I first played the game, I just came through Kingdom, I, I just came through Chain of Chain Memories. Memories, yeah. So all these organizations, like everybody's like, oh, the organization thirteen, you had so much stuff. I was like, no, I was ready for this because they were already introduced. These are characters I was looking forward to see, like in three D. Like, being able to see Axel, like, I was ready for these characters. Um, but I don't know how ready I was for, like, f- three... It's three hours. Like, not, not like, people be like, oh, it's, like, five hours for Rocks. Like, no, it's, like, like you could speedrun it and make it slower. But if you're taking your time and doing everything, it's, like, three hours of Roxas. But I don't know if that's what I wanted to sign up for at that time. Yeah, so so for me, I think this is kind of a multi-layered uh, thing because I agree with you to a to a sense, but I also think that like the beginning is like incredibly important to the overall game because the way in this you know you could interpret it differently, or maybe you never like you you know you may not have may not look at it in this light that I do, but Kingdom Hearts Two is about Roxas. Like this, like right. Kingdom Hearts Two is a game where you play as Sora. 
but the story is about Roxas. Like all of mm-hmm. the events and things that lead to the end of the game are based off Roxas's actions, like, you know, from the beginning. Like, um, and so for me, it's just like people, you know, I, you know, I get people complaining about the beginning, like, oh, you're playing this, this random guy that you never played as before. And like, uh, and it's just like, well, I mean, that's not really a criticism per se. You're just like complaining just to complain. Like, but if you take the context of what you're doing and you know, like about the story leading up to this point, then like, it's, you know, like that when like Roxas opens up Sora's pot, like that was like really depressing. And I was just like, you know, and and, because it's one of those things where when I replay through the game, Mm -hmm. I do, I do kind of like like quick myself through this stuff because it is like the most boring part of the game from a from because it's a tutorial right like you're you're right you know and, and it is a long tutorial but with but with the importance of the narrative like for me it's just like the first time through yeah you can you should play through it verbatim after that yeah you can skip it like that's fine as mm-hmm. long as you remember the story like you know just just push through it that's fine um but i also don't think it's really a negative uh, towards the game and so and even so like even when i do skip through stuff and i get to that last scene where he's like it looks like my summer vacation is over i'm just like damn it i don't want this to end like i just like right. even you know what i mean it gives you that feeling it's just like man like i know i skipped through all this stuff but i don't want it to end because like because i like i've i've you know, in, in this short three hours, I've really liked Roxas as a character. I want more of his character, which is why mm. I'm glad we got 358. I know that, like, a lot, you know, a lot of people, like, consider it one of the weaker games in the series, but but uh, because it's, like, a handheld and things like that. But, like, right, but right. story-wise and character-wise, it is, like, one of the strongest in the series, if you ask me. Um, so, it, it, it really is, like, I think there is, like, some valid, um, like criticism to that um with with the beginning but i think if you look at the bigger picture and like what that what that part of the game is trying to do for the story and the narrative and the characters moving forward um i think it's very very necessary to uh to have it yeah no i actually love your framing of that like that being roxas's game which is why it's it's important and almost like like necessary to have that that viewpoint of him because like when you look at like if you look at the main three games right if you look at one two and three they are all telling these stories, like it it's the reason why I I didn't like three until the extra that DLC came out right mm-hmm. um, where it, you know it had it had Sora kind of doing his weird time travel-y thing, but to me it helped put a different like connotation of of like of the characterizations of the, uh, of them. And, I, and I'll explain, and, I, and you know, I'll, I'll bounce your ideas off this. Kingdom Hearts 1 is Riku's story. It literally, he's literally supposed to be the one with the Keyblade. It's like, it it's it's framed, like everything is framed, like, like Riku, it's Riku's redemption story, right? Like he gets cut, he gets taken over by Ansem, and at the end he work, goes work with Mickey, and that's where you get your set, like him going off to do, like basically, Vegeta or any other like shonen like character who is like a bad guy but not really a bad guy it reforms themselves right um, and then we have Keen Hearts too like you said Roxas' story this is like Roxas Roxas basically like going through what he's going through and it leads into your three sixty five three uh, three sixty eight or three sixty eight over two days I really hate the name of that. It's a good game. It's a really good game. I really, I really hate that name. What was funny is like that's when I started doing like this stuff, like game journalist stuff, right? And I just remember every time I'd write it down, I'd be like, "Couldn't it just be simpler? Like just call <laughs> it anything else." Um, and then Kingdom Hearts three, I think it's a like it's framed as this is Sora's story, but I don't think it's that either. It's Zemnis's story, right? Like it's. Everything like leads to Zenmis like learning that what he was doing like as as a theory was wrong. And you talking about Xehanort or in three? Xehanort. Zan- I'm sorry. I was sorry. Yeah, you're okay. You're Zaynor. okay. Yes. There's yeah, a lot yeah. of there's a lot of Zays, you know. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but no. But this is Xehanort's whole story, right? And like 
I think it's deliberate for them to, to frame Kingdom Hearts 3 of Xehanort opening the game and playing that chess game and like going through the whole thing because you're actually going through Xehanort's story and him learning like what he was looking for in Kingdom Hearts isn't what he actually wanted, right? And I think that's a great way of looking at those games as, as they're all like, because everyone wants to make Sora because Sora is your, the main playable character. But I don't think, and this is something I would ask you, is there like is there even a Kingdom Hearts game where Sora, Sora actually is the main protagonist or the main driving force in any of those stories? I actually think three is Sora's game, um, and I and I and the reason why I think that is because a lot of things that we wanted to see in Kingdom Hearts three was was not a part of the game, and or it was or it was, but not even to the same degree that. Um, uh, not not to the degree that we wanted. Um, like, mm-hmm. and I also kind of like want to double back to the Riku stuff because Riku is like my favorite video game character of all time. Like, I love right, Riku. Right. Um, and I wouldn't say Riku uh, Kingdom Hearts One is Riku's story. I wouldn't even say like Kingdom Hearts is really anyone's particular particular story. Like, I would mm-hmm. I guess like I, I I would just say like it's just a story that Sora is the main character basis of. Like, um, and so I get like you know. Um, the story doesn't really, I wouldn't say particularly revolves around anyone particularly. Um, mm-hmm. but so- Sora is just like the shoes that we're, we're in, you know, it's kind of like, um, but then there's like, uh, you know, there's other things happening around other, other, uh, like he's just kind of like the, the set piece, you know, for the shoes that we're in, like kind of like Titus in, in, in Final Fantasy X to a certain right, degree. Right, right, right. That's kind of like right. how I would compare it. Um, but I do think that like. Riku, uh, R- Riku does have a game, and it's Dream Drop Distance. I think that that yes. is Riku's game. Granted, like they didn't do it the way that they should have with it being Riku's uh, game. That story was Riku's story, and his like mm-hmm. like the the finalization of his redemption, becoming a master. Um, uh, personally, like I do like his story in Chain of Memories with like the you know with rebirth and and you know his choice of like yo I'm going to manipulate this darkness inside me for good like that's the thing that like i really um as a kid who had a lot of like um i don't want to be like emo about this but like (laughs) a lot of darkness like a lot of anger like a lot of i had like a lot of like you know uh temper tantrums things like that i was a kid you know and just like the way that that game was able to in in like his character arc was able to speak to me and just be like hey like i'm going to rebuild myself as a person like i'm going to you know, suppress that anger. I'm going to suppress like that negative, those uh, negative emotions and bring out positivity instead. Um, and that's, and that's kind of like why Riku uh, speaks to me to that way. Um, yeah. And Kingdom Hearts three, like, you know, I think that we saw Sora, like Sora, basically he was like in the center of everything. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't right. just like, Oh, he was coincidentally like, no, this was Sora's game. Like, and they right. did it. And, and some, and sometimes they did it in ways that like, I didn't like, like, I wanted, you know, we, we, we got to play as Riku throughout the story, but like, uh, he didn't do anything, you know what I mean? And then like, <laughs> he, had that, he had that one really cool fight with Aqua. That, yeah. And, and then, then even then, it. like, it was just like, oh, Sora comes in and saves the day. I'm like, Riku is a Keyblade master. Like he should be able to, he should be able to do this, you know, like, right. but, but Sora is the main character, you know, Sora is the, it's Sora's story in this one. So we have to, Sora has to save the day. And I love Sora. Like I love Sora, but it's just one of those things that someone who uh, likes Riku more. It's just like, man, y'all really did uh, him dirty. You did Kyrie dirty until the Remind DLC. Um, you know, Kyrie. Kyrie gets dirt like this whole like that's like if there is one thing I wish I could change in this story, it would be like Kyrie. They did Kyrie so dirty because like they they were setting it up with like she hey she can also use a Keyblade right? It's the it's the Star Wars Leia. There's also another Jedi. And then, like you said, yeah. not until the Remind DLC where it's like, okay, now you can play as Kari. Like, especially, like, when you had someone like Aqua yeah. where, like, Aqua is just so great and she's so fun to play as. And, like, you had, like, this really great template and you could have just done Aqua, like, like a Kari, like, as Aqua thing in the third game and that would have been just as fun. So, I, th- I think the main issue... With 
because Kingdom Hearts 3, like, the development behind Kingdom Hearts 3 is a whole nother... We have a whole nother podcast for this. But, right, but, right, right. but like, in the short of it, if Kingdom Hearts 3 had the Remind DLC as, like, the actual proper ending of mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts 3, I don't think a lot of the... Not all, all um, a lot, but, like, some of the issues, uh, kind of like with Kyrie specifically, would not be issues, like, to, to, right. to really discuss, you know? Because, cause, you know... In Kingdom Hearts 2, it was, you know, we got to see Sora and Riku team up to take down Xemnas. And that was because Riku, like, more, like, not more, like, not fully, but he he was more or less, like, a a redeemed character, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and, or he was, like, working to, like, finish redeeming himself. Um, And that was that moment for him you know it's teaming up with with Sora to take down Xemnas and then what later in the Remind DLC was Kyrie is teaming up with Sora to take down Xehanort like that was right because you know she wasn't re- she wasn't a keyblade wheel you know she like like Riku literally just gave her a keyblade it's like here you go <laughs> and then like yeah I'll start fighting and that was like the start of her like becoming a keyblade wielder and so right. so like if if she if they had that stuff in the end of the actual game as it released um then that would have been like kind it would have been very on par with what happened with riku and kingdom Hearts 2 so um it's um it's one of those things where like for me knowing that with the remind dlc being out and stuff like i personally that that's how i take i see that as like the final mix of the game you know what i mean like like this is that this is the true ending and they still tie back in the you know like the trinity part which i think is really special in kingdom hearts 3 at, mm. at the end of everything you know what i mean so for right. me it's like it, it fixes a lot of those mistakes at the end of the game right no i i think and like i said i i think i i i think it's easier to be a lot harsher on those games again as you go f- further and also people just like to be negative right like obviously like a lot of a lot of the things i've heard about negative about kingdom hearts that's not like like actual critique, like just people just being shitty. Yeah. Like I think it's I think it just comes from a place of cynicism, really. And like, well, you guys like this thing. This is weird, but it's like it's not really. And like I think like because I've heard a lot of people say like the story is dense, and this is me segueing into the story of two. I don't think the story is dense. I don't think it's overly dense for a JRPG. Like I've played stuff like Xenogears, which is like extremely dense. It makes no sense, or like. You know, like there's so many other games that are that are I think are a lot broader. Kingdom Hearts story to me is very cut and dry. Like it's it, it, it it's just like a standard. Like I I I guess I've also been I've also watched anime you know for mm-hmm. most of my life, so it doesn't seem like anything like wild or out there. I don't, I don't know. Do you feel like the same or? You know? I definitely I definitely think that people think that uh, people take talk about the game like the story like that is complicated is too too far like it's it's not like i would think i definitely think that there's a level of depth to the story that you need to like but like just you have to just play the games like and, and granted right. like i was you know i was playing a lot uh fortnite with alana pierce uh the other night and i was telling and, and we we're t- like somehow kingdom hearts was brought up because you know i was in there so and she was bringing up how like you know, I don't think Kingdom Hearts story is like complicated, but I think that the series as it released was inaccessible because it kept jumping different platforms. I'm like, I agree with you. Like, as someone who loves Kingdom Hearts, like, I had to borrow a friend's PSP and another friend's copy of Birth by Sleep to play Birth by Sleep when it came out. Like, you know, right. I had to borrow someone's 358 encoded to play them on my DS. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna pretend like. It was not easy to get to play through that series as they were coming out as a ch- as a kid, like you know what I mean, right? Um, but like from the story standpoint, yeah, just play all the games. You play all the games, you'll know what the story is. Like I don't know what honestly how I feel about people's uh, perception on Kingdom Hearts story is that like when it got to like Kingdom Hearts two, I would like to say people just or maybe Birth by Sleep, people just started making jokes about mm-hmm. the story in general and how like ridiculous it was just because it's like Disney and like, you know, JRPG characters and things like that. 
And then people like took it, eventually people took it seriously and was just like, oh yes, Kingdom Hearts story is very complicated without ever actually playing any of the games. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like, I like, I, you know, my, again, my friends playing through the Kingdom Hearts series now and like, I am confident that as long as he's paying attention when he's playing the game, like he's, you know, he's, he's not like multitasking, which I don't think he is. I believe he'll believe, like, he'll understand, like, 90% of the story by the time he's done with Kingdom Hearts 3. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it's really not that complicated. It really isn't. Like, it, 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 it I don't know. Like I said, I, I think, I think it's easier to make fun of the jokes. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of primary, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, like, proper names, right? And like, you, like you saw earlier, I, I will get the names wrong just because, like, of just, like, how they are. But, yeah. like. You know, it, it's it really isn't. Um, one of the things I really did love, and I, I don't think you get, I think like when people look at this stuff and they like only go by synopsises, it's just like how actually really cool the worlds were, and in two, mm-hmm. the worlds were just so fantastic. Um, uh, just a little bit about myself, Cam. Like I'm a huge animation nerd, right? I love mm-hmm. like all animation, so like being in the like the Mickey, the Steamboat Mickey Steamboat world. Willie, yeah. Timeless yeah, River. Steamboat Willie world. And it's just like seeing all like this old Disney animation style and having it done and having like having like the old Donald and the old Goofy design and seeing like Sora in like a, a kind of makeshift design. Like that was really cool to me. And like interacting with, with Pete in that world was like really dope. And it's just like, like I, stuff like that has like been really cool. Then obviously like Halloween Town Every game Halloween Town's in, it's always great. Yeah. Um, and then doing like the photorealistic type of world for, um, you know, for Pirates of the Caribbean was also like really really cool. And then Tron. Yeah. Oh yeah, Tron like, is one of my favorite worlds. One of my favorite yeah. worlds. And that was a franchise like at the time was a dead franchise. Like there was mm-hmm. like I think like a PC game Tron 2.0 that came out earlier, but other than that, it was just a dead franchise. You know. Well, like, well, I mean, because in the future we got like Tron Evolution, which was like right. not not great, but like I heard it was decent more or less. Like it was like okay. It's a it's a fine movie. I like Tron Evolution. Oh, I like oh Tron that was a game. That was a game. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the game Tron Evolution. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, back I on like the 360 and PS3. Yeah, that. Mmm. Mmm. That's a game. <laughs> yeah. A, it's a video game. I was thinking of Tron Legacy, which I oh, really yeah, do Tron like, Legacy. but. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Tron yeah. Evolution. Yeah, yeah, and um, I think that uh, you know, and like I know the the main focus. We keep talking about like the series as a whole, but like I just want to say like I was still like really you know I definitely don't think that like Kingdom Hearts three should have been nominated for like Game of the Year or anything like that. Granted, it was my Game of the Year for twenty nineteen, um, right. or not actually it wasn't. It was my second. Uh, uh, it was my number two. Uh, there was something that surpassed it uh, surprisingly, but um. But uh, I definitely was surprised that I didn't get like any art direction awards for that year because they had a cha- like they changed the art style in almost every world that they went to. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like they, which is which is so impressive. Like the Pirates of the Caribbean world, gorgeous. Like oh, like insane, insane to me. But anyway, um, but yeah, like I, um, Kingdom Hearts two just yeah, all the like all the worlds are. See, here's the thing: there are some people that like. Don't prefer the worlds to t- uh, from two to one because like mm. one had like puzzles and like more platforming and things like that. I'm like, that's cool. I disagree with you, but that's cool because I <laughs> right. mean, you know, I I think that they that the worlds that they chose in Kingdom Hearts one like benefited from that type of uh level design, but right. the ones in Kingdom Hearts two did not. Like they they're like. Hey, let's create these as actual like worlds that you explore, like you know, you explore in a bigger way, like in a bigger picture type fashion. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I think, I think Kingdom Hearts Two is like absolutely phenomenal. Um, I'm, I'm like, I don't like the and like specifically, I think one of the things that I, which I really hope moving forward, like every. Every Kingdom Hearts should have this moving forward is reaction commands. Reaction commands mm-hmm. is like that was the thing that really like upset me. That was like uh you know 
not in Kingdom Hearts 3. They brought it back in the Remind DLC, which makes right. me feel like, to, you know, Nomura knew that, like, you know, he, he's, he got the feedback and he was just like, all right, we got to put this back into Kingdom Hearts. Because, like, that was the thing that, like, made... Because the thing, the thing that was so cool about that is that, like, as I was saying before, like, they make the combat feel like you're doing, like, really cool-ass anime shit. But then right. the reaction commands is a was like a seamless way to to do really cool shit that the game couldn't do like in in gameplay while right. it's still being in actual combat and then like just seamlessly going back into normal combat and just oh my god I just I I still vividly remember playing Kingdom Hearts 2 for the first time and just like being so blown away that I was like, how is this real? Like, how am I, like, this is so cool. And, um, man, it's just, it's really, really great. I like Kingdom Hearts 2, just literally my only issue with Kingdom Hearts 2 as a game is Atlantica. Like, literally, like, if, yeah. you, if you just got rid yeah. of Atlantica, it would have been perfect. It, like, I would have that, no issues with that game. So that's the one that was the joke when I was, like, getting into it. Like, that was the only joke it was, like, Hey, did you want to play this really bad DDR level in the middle <laughs> of your game? Which is like, it, it, it was it was fine, right? Like that's yeah. where you're like, oh, it's fine. Uh, but like you said, I think especially the action commands, just like that spectacle. Like I remember that fight with with uh, Zenmus. This time I did get it correct, um, but that fight with Zenmus and like just like being like how cool it was. Like, because, like, when it was going to turn, like, when it when it panned out and it was like, okay, you're no longer just flying at him and slashing. You have to pay attention to these action commands. Yep. And it's just like, it just makes you, you're just like, I just remember being like a seven o'clock in the afternoon, just being like totally hyped, standing in my, you know, in oh, my yeah. room, just being oh, like, yeah. let's go, let's go. Like, come on, Riku, come on, Sora, let's go. And like, yeah, I think it is something that was missed out. And then, like you said, in Remind... I think like I, I think I tweeted it out when I played through the Mickey section when oh, they you, you so could do it. Good. And I was like So I was good. Like, I was like, how dare I was like I was like how dare they like I one hundred percent invested in Mickey Mouse walking this straight line. It was just like this is so good. It's yeah, so it, good. It, it's definitely something that was definitely missed. And Another thing that I really wish they would have brought back were the drives. I love the drive system. I oh, thought it one, was really one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I like I said, I'm a huge like Dragon Ball Z and like anime fan, right? So I love like I love the Super Saiyan modes, right? Like of popping a Super Saiyan, but like with drive because each different drive style like were like were so specific like to how your playstyle was. Like, I love doing that. And even, like, over getting, like, ultimate drive or anything like that. Like, I like being like, okay, I just want to go attack focus. Or I just want to go magic focus. So I'm just going to do this drive setting, right? And, like, I thought that was such an ingenious thing. And it was one of the things, like, especially as soon as you got Sora, I was like, this is all I ever want to do with anything. To the point where I think I've, I've I like, procced uh, nobody stores so many times. Because I would just be like, because that they had that back, the background, like, percentages of, like, as you get it, you're gonna proc it to turn them into yeah. You're gonna get again. yeah anti anti Sora <laughs> anti Sora yeah. But I just kept on doing it because I loved I love the drive system so much. Yeah, it's it's so good and like each one, like there's a reason to like use each one right. Like you especially when you because that, that's the thing about Kingdom Hearts is like a lot of people a lot of criticism that Kingdom Hearts gets is that like oh Kingdom Hearts, like you can just like basically mash X to win. But, like, if you play those games, and to a certain degree, on normal, I think that's true. But if you play that game on a harder difficulty, and you really see, like, how in-depth the, like, the, not just the gameplay design, but the boss designs can be, it's just mind-boggling. Like, uh, where it makes it feel like that, like, each form is useful in its own unique way. Especially, even when you get, like, final form, like, later in the game, it's just, like... You know, there's like certain there's certain aspects for each one as to why you'd want to use like wisdom form still if it's like a you know you you uh, you want to focus on magic for a specific boss uh, especially with like reflect magic being so good in that game and like uh, you know valor form and master form because uh, of the specific combos that 
uh, you can do. And it's like, man, it's it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, it's just such, you know, as you as we're having this conversation, I have not played Kingdom Hearts two. It's since 20, 2018. I, I did a I did a like I'm going to play through everything. Mm-hmm. I now want to go back and play Kingdom Hearts too, because just like I just remember, just like there was just so much stuff where I was like, no, all this stuff rules, and I don't understand. Like I don't understand why we have allowed ourselves, and like not not us obviously, but like we in general have allowed ourselves to be derogatory to this series, you know. Oh, my camera froze. Oh, no, you're good now. You're good now. You're good now. You're okay, good now. Yeah, yeah. It, More yeah. than likely, that means I got a call coming through. This okay. is the great thing about technology. And Dylan will end up cutting this or putting this in a pre-pod. Who knows? But like, I use my camera phone, so like, when a call comes through, it's like, oh, great, I just froze. <laughs> um, but what was my point? Uh, but no, I, I think it's like, it's it's. I don't know where my point was. I was saying something about like, oh, I'm 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 rekindled and wanting to play the game. There we go. That's yeah, what I want to absolutely. say. Absolutely, kindled to play that game. Yeah, I started. I started streaming it because, like, because I'm crazy. Like, I like I'm one of those people that like like that likes uh, a challenge when I play video games. Um, mm. So, like, you know, back when I was replaying the game before Kingdom Hearts three, I played it on critical level one. So I didn't level up. I played on the hardest difficulty, and now mm. I started. Uh, like, I last year I started streaming it again. I didn't. I stopped partway through, and I regret it. But um, uh, I am playing. I, I started streaming it on critical level one, no equipment, key, kingdom key only. So I'm not like adding any oh, equipment. Wow. I'm only. I'm using the base keyblade. Like I'm make. I'm making it like as hard as possible, basically, and. Um, while still like in being able to have access to everything yeah, yeah, else, yeah. you know, um, and I'm I'm like I'm over halfway through. I'm pretty sure like I'm. I think when I left off, I was definitely visit. I I think I got through like at least half of the world, or like half of the world's the second time over. So I'm I'm mm. getting I'm, I was getting close to the end, but it is so much fun. Like playing that game on critical and like just critical alone, it's just like really great because it shows like really how great the combat is um and the type like the amount of uh variety that you can do in that game no yeah um i think critical (laughs) last time i tried critical i was like i'm gonna play the remind dlc because i thought king wars 3 was easy i play the remind dlc on critical then after i got my face stomped in for like five times in a row i was like nah you know what i'll just go back down just just one it's fine (laughs) <laughs> it's fine those games can be very difficult but like you said if it, it, it does take a lot of time of learning how those systems work to really enjoy it and everything so uh definitely definitely i i can't let you go without asking the question that is the most important question when it comes to uh kingdom hearts uh favorite keyblade because everybody wait, has oh, one. oh yeah uh way to the dawn 100 percent. uh that's riku's uh keyblade in kingdom hearts 2 um that is that uh so little short story uh there are two tattoos i want in my like here's the thing i'm terrified about getting tattoos like i'm, I'm worried about the Same. commitment i'm worried about the pain because right. i have very right. low pain tolerance but there are two tattoos that i that i am one that i 100 will get if it happens the other one mm. uh i'm still thinking about it but the first one which i will 100 get if if it ever happens is if i meet tatsuya nomura and he signs my arm I want him right. to sign. I want him to sign my arm, right here, like right here, and I mm-hmm. and then and I will wrap that shit up, and I will <laughs> go to the next tattoo parlor and be like, "Yo, fill it in, fill it in right now for me." Um, and then the other one, which would be on this arm, is "Way to the Dawn." Okay. No, that's so. definitely yeah. I I like I definitely like "Way to the Dawn" better than like I don't. I'm not a huge fan of his Keyblade in Kingdom Hearts Three. Right? Oh no! Like, no one is. No one is. <laughs> no one likes Braveheart. No one likes Braveheart. <laughs> it was like, I was like, you became a master. They were like, here's uh, a, we have oh the wackest Keyblade. Here here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Like, because this hasn't been confirmed, but it's like mm. a big, very um, well accepted theory uh, in the in the community is that like, so way to the dawn. Like, the theory is is that like it evolved from his first weapon which wasn't even a keyblade um right. you know um his soul eater 
Um, because that wasn't a keyblade. That was just a weapon that, like, you know, could, could like, fight things. Heartless. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and the theory is, is that, like, Soul Eater evolved into Way to the Dawn. Mm. Into a proper keyblade. And right. so, for me, when they got rid of Way to the Dawn, that was, like, that was heartbreaking. Because that that keyblade symbolizes his character development. It symbolizes right. his whole character arc. So it's just like when they got rid of it, I was just like, why? I was so sad. But yeah, way to the dawn is 100% uh, up there. Um, other ones I really like. I mean, I love, I love Oathkeeper. I love, uh, you know, Oblivion's mm -hmm. great. Um, oh God, I forgot. I forgot the one. Um, Oh gosh, I forgot what it's called, but it's the one that you get um af uh spoilers after Axel dies in Kingdom Hearts 2. It's the one with like mm. uh uh his his weapons on each end. Uh, cuz I I don't remember what uh, his actual weapon type is. Um is it No, no, it's not Lionheart. Uh I want to say I want to say maybe is it Maverick Flare? No. No, it is no. Bond of Flame. Bond of Flame. Bond of Flame. Okay. Yeah, really liked Bond of Flame. Um, yeah, Kingdom Hearts 2 has... Yeah, a, that's a good... Oh, that's a good yeah. design. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts 2 <laughs> has a great... Uh, just a great suite of Keyblades. And then there's also just like, you know, the Ultima Weapon in Kingdom Hearts uh, 2 mm. is, in my opinion, the best Ultima Weapon in the series as well. So... Really, really, really great. Yeah, no, it like, like you said, one day we are gonna have to sit down and just do a, a dissection of like the the trials and tribulations of Kingdom Hearts three. Uh, but it just seems like to me, two was the game where one Namor got all the time he needed. Two, like it was, it wasn't a game where he was pulled off of like anything else or wasn't trying to add anything else. It feels like, like from start to finish, how it was like from the design doc, from the vertical slice, everything going through, like he got to give his original vision to it. And I, and I think that's what makes this game so strong. It makes it so memorable. Yeah. It's really weird. How, like people give Nomura so much shit and like people, I and mean, it's like, I'm just like, dude, this guy is like, uh, like, people will think I'm crazy when I say this, but I tell people that, like, I say that, like, Nomura is, like, arguably the most important game developer in the industry. Because he has been constantly, he has, like, I don't know if that man has had a vacation since Final Fantasy VII. You know what I mean? Right. He did the character design for Final Fantasy VII. Um, he worked, uh, uh, I don't know what he did in between that and Kingdom Hearts, but I'm sure he did plenty of stuff. Well, he's, um, he's the he's the main character design on literally every Final Fantasy until Kingdom Hearts. Um, he then does the bouncer, where he was the character design on designer on that. Like Nomura, like you said, Nomura is as important to the games industry as literally anyone else. And he doesn't get as much credit as anyone else. Yeah, he yeah he doesn't get uh, he really doesn't get uh, the credit he deserves because like yeah you you make a great point like. When he was working on Kingdom Hearts 2, he wasn't really working on... He wasn't overseeing really any other projects. Like, But, like, since Kingdom Hearts 2... Well, or, like, at least since... Uh, yeah, since Kingdom Hearts 2, like, he's, like... He had, like, the Versus 13 while still doing all the other Kingdom Hearts stuff through the series. He, right. he was doing... Uh, you know, he was still, like, a co-director on Final Fantasy 15 for, uh, like, leading up to, like, the last, like, year, year and a half of development... Uh, then he moved over to do Kingdom Hearts 3, and then right, like, partway through Kingdom Hearts 3, he's, like, he was announced as the lead director for Final Fantasy 7 Remake, something that he didn't even know when it was announced. When it was announced, he didn't know that he was the lead director for that game. Right. You know, and granted, there was someone else on the, uh, the, uh, that, uh, that it was, was a, a co-director for, during, well, for that game, too. But originally, because like, originally they were going to do it all through CyberConnect, right? Yeah. And, well, like he was still he was still going to be the director. Like that was right. when they announced it with like CyberConnect, right? And then they had to get them out of there because it was going to be trash. And they were like, "No, actually, let's uh, let's redo this." I don't know. Like he he definitely deserves his flowers. Like and I, I'm just looking through the thing. Like he's been a 
like one of the top tier game designers for Square forever, um, and doesn't get like doesn't get the love that he that he deserves. Like, yeah, because he makes because he made Kingdom Hearts. Like literally, like that is like it's so it's so stupid. It's so stupid. It's like people love Kingdom Hearts, but then people but then there are people that love Kingdom Hearts that will like give Namora a shit, and I'm like. Like why? Like it's just it doesn't make like it. It wasn't until because here's the thing. Story wise, it wasn't like getting to because I won't I won't lie that like Kingdom Hearts in, in recent entries didn't get a little bit ridiculous with its story. Specifically, Dream Drop and Kingdom Hearts three to a certain degree. But Dream Drop is like the main one where where things I was just like, all right, Namora, what 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 are you doing here? What are you doing here? Right. Um, right. but like even so, it's just like. The story leading up to then was was fantastic, like absolutely fantastic, um, and and just people, I don't know, I, I really just don't understand it. I like, I would love to like just get like people that I know that like notoriously hate on Nomura. I'm I, I just like love to like get a panel together and just be like, all right, explain yourself, right? Give give my <laughs> give yourself give me constr- like constructive like reason as to why you you treat namora this way you know what i mean um because yeah like he's super important to the industry because he like he's work he works like relentlessly i'm not saying like other people don't but like you know people say like oh sakurai needs a break i'm like fucking namora needs a break you know what i mean yeah i'm not you know i'm not saying like sakurai doesn't need a break but i'm like fucking also namora dog Uh, do you want to know what the next game he he uh, worked on after Final Fantasy uh, after Kingdom Hearts two? Uh, sure. What was it? Okay, I'll, I'll actually let you guess. You in a million uh, years you'll never get this, but I'll let you guess. Is this Square Enix game? No, it is not. Oh, because I because I well, he, this is like this is much uh, farther uh, down the line. Um, but I do know that he did do some character design work for Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Right. No, that's, but I, that's yeah. not... Yeah, that's but not, I, I, uh, uh, I, uh, I don't know. I really don't know. His, lo- his next game that he worked on was Mario Hoops 3-on-3. Three three. What? <laughs> Mario Hoops 3-on-3? Three three? <laughs> he was the graphics supervisor for Mario Hoops 3-on-3. Three three. What a legend. So, <laughs> So when you see Mario crossing up King Koopa, <laughs> breaking Mar- his ankles, imagine meeting Ted- imagine meeting Tatsuya Nomura and just being like, "Yo, I loved your work in Mario Three on Three, dog." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, I know you from the Mario sports games. Yeah, the uh, Mario hoops Three on Three, and they'll be like, "What?" Uh, no, uh, Cam, it has been so tremendous to have you on here. Uh, talk about a game that we both love. Um, is there anything that you would like to promote? Put your Twitter handle out there. Anything that you would like to say to everybody out there? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, CamFinalMix. I stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash CamFinalMix. And uh, yeah, you can listen to Podcasts Unlocked every week. Uh, normally, uh, new episodes are out by Wednesday um, uh, on all your podcast services and YouTube.com. Uh, I think the channel is IGN Games. Uh, like I said, Cam has been great. Uh, and as everybody's always been great. Uh, you can follow me though at Travis L. Foster. You can follow the show at PNB Cast. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash PNB if you want to kick us some bucks. That'd be chill if you did. Uh, but yeah, um, we didn't even say it. And I would feel remiss how, how I went through a whole episode of Kingdom Hearts 2. Without talking about the greatest fucking opening to a video game. Yes, sir! Ever. Yes, sir! Ever. Oh, my God. The, the, the 100%. I'm 100% with you. The opening to Kingdom Hearts 2 is the greatest opening to a video game. The greatest opening it's, to a video game. Like, like, like simple... simple. Uh, like, like, Sanctuary? Like, are you kidding me, right? I, I, like, I, like, you can... Oh my god! Like, I think I think Kingdom Hearts Two is the greatest game ever made. But like, I know right. that obviously a lot of people don't think that. But like, I will fight. I will legitimately fight, and to say that Kingdom Hearts Two has the greatest opening to a video game. Like that is the one thing. Like like out of anything, that is what I'll fight for. I will die on a hill for that. Sanctuary is just like it's just so perfect. Like Simple and Clean was a really good opening, and like even like uh, Face My Fears, Face My Fears also tremendous. Yeah, really great. 
but it's not sanctuary like sanctuary is just like it just hits really good and it's like for playstation 2 visual opening it looks tremendous today like it doesn't look dated at all and i'd feel remiss if we didn't talk about how great sanctuary was oh 100 uh, percent. like uh yeah I, no. I, I will i will also mention that's like that's kind of a cool thing is that um is that for Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, they released a, a, it's the only music that has been officially, Kingdom Hearts music that has been officially put on vinyl. And it's, mm-hmm. uh, they did, uh, it was Don't Think Twice, and uh, it was only four songs, but I have it, I'm happy about it. It was Don't Think Twice, and um, uh, Face My, uh, Face My Face Fears, fears. Uh, both the English version and the Japanese version. And yeah, they released a, a vinyl for it. Like, I think it was before Kingdom Hearts 3 came out. Um, and I have it, and I'm very happy. Hopefully, one day we'll get an actual, um, an actual official pressing of like the Kingdom Hearts uh, songs because there's so many great songs. I will say, because uh, you you did bring up uh, uh, not face my fears, uh, don't think twice. That song, as like that song. I, like I said, I, I want to say I didn't like, you know, Vanilla 3. When I heard that song at the end, I did cry. Like, I was just like, boo-hoo, and like, this is just a fucking beautiful song like every, at the end of this game. Every <laughs> time, every time I open up, uh, or like I start Kingdom Hearts uh, 2, man, like, I definitely get emotional by the opening. It's, yeah. it's really special, really special. It's, it's really good. Uh, but like I said, this podcast is also really good. So, uh, for Cam... I'm T.L. Foster. This has been, of course, Grind Forever and uh, play Kingdom Hearts 2. You have no excuses on Game Pass. Like every other game, play Kingdom Hearts 2. All right. Thanks, everybody. Oh!